some props over here for me. We just have all kind of moving things happening right about right over here so it can be on the camera right here. Yep, good. Oh, I hear the kids squealing. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. I love to hear the children squealing with glee. In case you're wondering what this is, it does look a little bit like it might have come from my closet, but I want to remind you that today it's not about what we're wearing because it could look so different. Amen? And so as we remember that we are completely loved, I wanted you to be able to see, even if you're online today, it doesn't matter if you're in your sweatshirt and your cozy stuff, it doesn't matter if you're like in bling sometimes, you know, this is my Texas jean jacket with a little bit of bling. I love all my special, special clothes that friends have given me, my furry things. But underneath all of that, what matters is what's in the heart. Amen? The children will know what's in your heart. The young people will know what's in our heart. We are woven together into love's fabric. I love that you even have a song that talked about being woven in love. Colossians 2.2 says, I am contending for you that your hearts will be wrapped in the comfort of heaven and woven together in love's fabric. This will give you access to all the riches of God as you experience the revelation of God's mystery. That's the scripture it's not just my prayer for you. It's God's prayer for you. You're his child. He's praying. He's contending for you that your heart would be wrapped in the comfort of heaven. This month, we have learned and we will continue to, to kind of zone in on these four points. First of all, we are completely loved by God. Completely. Say completely. Online, I want you to type it in. Completely. It means you're not loved just a little bit. You're not loved only for what you used to do or in spite of what you used to do. You're not loved because you gave or you didn't give. You are completely loved. I am completely loved. The second thing we're doing today is celebrating the diversity of God's love. You know, in, here in ICF Rome, on campus, we have uh, a mission service in November. But I said, why do we have to wait till November to dress up and to celebrate? Because some people won't be here in November. So we're doing it in February as well. And today, I want to talk a little bit about being without the mask. I like to, you know, play and have fun with the children. And my daughter in Kansas got three horses this week. And so those kids are putting on, uh, not a mask, but now they've got their cowboy hats and their cowboy boots and their, uh, you know, uh, overalls for the barn. But you know what? It doesn't change who they are on the inside. They're still the same. And God loves us no matter what is going on. And lastly, we must extend his complete love to others. If we are truly sons and daughters of God, I want you to extend the complete love of God to those around you. We're a light in this city. When you do business, you're a light for Jesus. And that can be your mission field, whether it's in your job, your family, your circumstance, when you go away, when you come back. 
you need to extend the love of God to others. Here in the body of Christ, we extend the love of God to others. I'm thankful that so many people that come and go at different times from our church always speak to the fact this church made me feel loved. Remember how valuable that is? When you're tempted to be critical of someone or to, um, you know, let negativity from the world get on you, stop that and say, Lord, let me extend the complete love of God to those around me. Amen? Amen? So I ask you this morning, who are you? Do you know who you are? Okay, on the count of three in the chat, I want you to type who you are and where you're watching from because we are having so much fun with our online and on campus here. On the count of three, I want you to say where you're from, your country, all right? So I want to hear it. One, two, three. (laughs) Ah, the Philippines was the loudest. Let's try one more time. From your country. One, two, three. Uh, awesome. I'm from Texas and Italy and USA, and today I'm not sure where I'm from, but someone gave me this beautiful, huh? Thank you, Cameroon. <laughs> it was passing me, but I didn't know from where. First uh, Peter 2.9 says, you are a chosen people. This is who you are. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You know, the Bible says put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I think our world has too much heaviness. Do you? Hmm? We're children of the Most High. We have a God of love. We should declare his goodness to the nations and celebrate and laugh and experience the love of God together. Who do you love? Now, for those of you that are married, you may look at the person that you're married to. You may say, I love you. If you're a parent, you may look at your children like the mama and the daughter did in the story, and say, I love you. But I want to ask you some questions this morning. If you're taking notes or you're making a thought about it, who do you love? What and who is your heart attached to? What and who is your heart attached to? Because if you're going to be completely loved by God, you have to be careful not to have those unhealthy unholy attachments. What captivates your attention? What do you spend all those minutes every day on the most? I know a lot of us have to work. We have to sit in front of the computer or we have to do our physical labor that we do all week. But what captivates my attention? I will tell you, for me, it's when I get to sit in the presence of the Lord, when I get to turn on my pray. I made a new playlist yesterday, and I was just dancing around the house praising God with my new playlist of worship songs and praise songs, and I was saying to the Lord, thank you, God. Thank you that I'm loved. Thank you that I don't do life alone. Thank you that I'm healthy. Thank you that it doesn't matter what I wear. If I'm in a sweatshirt, if I'm in a hat, if I have messy hair, it doesn't matter because I'm completely loved by God. Amen? What and who inspires your actions? 
Are you inspired by social media? You know, I love social media because that's how we connect with so many people. This week, we had about 3,700 people on the Wednesday night prayer meeting. Somebody say amen. amen. Praise God for that. Praise God for that. But I want you to know what inspires my actions is the word of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and God's people talking about what God has done in their life. That inspires me. Deuteronomy 10.12 says this, Now Israel, what does the Lord require from you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and love him, and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul? That's how you're supposed to love. That's how you're supposed to take that mask off and say, I'm proud to say I love Jesus. Amen? Can you raise your hand with me like this? It's like a testimony, like if I was testifying. Can you say, I love Jesus? I love Jesus. I'm not afraid to testify that I love Jesus. Amen? Online, you can raise your hand. You can type it in the chat, I love Jesus. Well, just in case you thought that this was just about clothes and costumes, I have a picture for you this morning of something that you might think lots of people would like. What is that? It's a car. It's an old car, right? It's an old car. I want to tell you a story about some of these cars because I want you to think about what's behind the mask. Does anybody know what that car is? <laughs> okay. This car, it's a sports car. There's, um, it's, is it new or is it old? It's old, okay? And do you think there are other cars like it? Maybe, okay. Do you think it's expensive or not expensive? Oh, you guys are so smart. Do you know that that old car is worth $1 million? And there are only 34 original GT35QRs ever built. But each owner of those 34 original cars, remember the scripture I gave you at offering about the generations? Each owner valued their prize so much that they kept it in perfect condition so the next generation of owners would have this extremely valuable piece of equipment. I want you to see this next car. Is that new or old? Is it missing anything? What's it missing? It's missing the lid, right? I don't want to ride in that car when it's raining or snowing or the wind is blowing too hard. Um, it's old. It was built in 1966. Does anybody have any uh, affinity with 1966? Anybody? You were born in 1966. You had a friend. Nobody? <laughs> okay, so it's a pretty old car. It's called, anybody know what it's called? Nope. It's called a Shelby 427. It is also worth $1 million. Now I want you to see this word, Volkswagen. What do you think of when you hear and see that word? A car. Is it new or old? Yeah. Is it super expensive? 
No, the majority is saying no. A Volkswagen, one of my daughters, her first car was a Volkswagen. Believe me, it did not cost a lot of money. Um, it's a Volkswagen. So when you think of Volkswagen, do you think it's fancy? No, no, okay. Um, well, guess what? Volkswagen bought and acquired another kind of car called the Bugatti. Anybody ever hear of a Bugatti? Raise your hand if you did. A few of our young people. I, I'll be honest, I had never heard of it. Um, and the reason why this kind of came to me is Pastor Rick had a pair of Bugatti shoes. And I didn't, I'm sure Pastor Rick knew that they were really, you know, like cool shoes and that's why he got them and he liked them. But I didn't know very much about Bugatti, so I gave them to one of my grandsons for Christmas. And my daughter said, Rocco is so happy about his Bugatti shoes. I said, why? And she said, because, Mom, it's like a super expensive car. Hmm, okay. So I started looking around Bugatti. Guess what? Bugatti was bought by Volkswagen. Mr. Bugatti, the original designer, died in 1947 after he had only made 8,000 cars. Only 8,000. His son died earlier than he did in 1939, so there was no one to pass his legacy to. Remember, one generation declares his works to the next. But then Volkswagen came along and bought the Bugatti brand, and they hired an Italian designer to refurbish and redo, and now the vehicle that Bugatti makes is called a Chiron, I believe is how you say it, C-H-I-R-O-N, and it is worth nearly $3 million. I think I could probably get all of us a house for the price of one car. But I want you to understand something. Behind the mask, behind the car, behind the label, behind the little story of Noah's Ark, we are valuable to God, completely loved by God. And imagine that God gave each of you the ability to say, I am loved and so are you. Amen? Uh, so Ephesians 2.14 says this, He is our peace who has made us both one, and he has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. You know, sometimes the world tries to put up walls between us. Politics puts up walls. COVID vaccinations, con conversations put up walls. COVID tests, COVID situations, workplace, countries. What does that scripture say? He broke down the middle wall of partition between us. He didn't just put lions on the ark all by themselves. He didn't just put the alligators on the ark all by themselves. He picked two of every kind. He picked you, and he picked me, and he picked our boys and girls because he wants us to Spread the news. There is a brand that is more valuable than anything this world can ever design. And you can read about it in the manual of design called the Holy Bible. And you can say, wow, there are so many details to this valuable, valuable, valuable thing behind the mask, behind the clothes. Amen?
He knows your broken places. This morning, I want to give you 2 Corinthians 4, 9, and 10. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Somebody say amen. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body through us. And so this morning, I want you to remember this. Maybe there have been some things that have broken your heart. Maybe there have been some places where you have not felt loved. I know. There have been places where you tried to find love in the wrong places, at the wrong time, in the wrong way. You don't have to demand God loves you. He does. He does. He loves you, no matter whether you get here or not. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 34.18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. He loves you just as you are. Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. This morning, I believe that the Lord wants to heal your hearts. He wants to strengthen our hearts. You know, this world the last couple years has been heavy. And there's been some difficulty. There's been some sadness, some loss. There's been perhaps even some rejection in this house, in this family, even online. I want you to know today as the worship team comes that we are woven together in a fabric of love. I'm going to ask you to stand with me all over this building. And I want you to know that my father, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who hung the stars in the sky, he loves you. Before you were in your mother's womb, he designed you. You are not an accident. Hear me. He didn't make a mistake. Wherever you were, he was working you through a situation. Amen? He was preparing you for something. He knew when I was 15 and I lost my mother in a drunk driving accident. Someone drunk hit her and killed her. He knew when I was 15, there would be a day in 2022 that I would need to be reminded that I am completely loved by God, that I am secure in the love of God. So this morning, I want you to, you can keep on your COVID mask for a few, you know, we don't have to wear it outside. Thank, thank goodness right now, we don't have to wear it outside. But I want you to take that mask of your heart off. I want you to say to God, I love you. I want you to know how to love Jesus. I want you to know he loves you. And he has given his Holy Spirit to comfort, even in times of turmoil. Father, I thank you for this day.
I thank you for the joy of the Lord that is truly our strength. I thank you, God, that you know when we've been broken, when we've been abused, when we've been persecuted, when we've been abandoned, and you said you would heal those who are crushed in spirit. Father, today I pray that even one who would say to you, Jesus, I need you to be in charge of my heart. I haven't made a good deal of it lately. That you would do that. You would come down and love them abundantly. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you just say thank you, Jesus, for giving me a word for my life for this new beginning of 2022. I'm so glad you joined us today. And I want to pray with you. You know, maybe last year your heart got lukewarm, your heart got discouraged, or maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. This is the day where you can start the whole new year with Jesus in charge. He wants to make you complete. So I want to invite you to pray with me right now that Jesus will be completely yours in every area of your life. Will you do that with me? Let's pray together. I'll pray and you pray with me because we're going to declare over your life that Jesus is completely yours. So Father, I thank you for touching my life. You say it. Father, thank you for touching my life. I invite you right now to come into every part of my heart and my mind. Come into every part of my heart and my mind. Jesus, I want to be completely yours. Jesus, I want to receive the complete love that you have for me. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I give all of my life to Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for saving my life, for renewing my vision for what lies ahead in my life. I'm going to serve you all the days of my life with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. And if you did, I want you to send me an email. I pray for you. I am thankful for you. I love receiving those emails. And we're going to help you. We've got things we can send you, resources, so that you walk in victory. You know, we can't walk alone. And God wants you to walk in complete victory, no matter the circumstance. I also know that maybe you have some big decisions facing you for 2022. Maybe you say, Pastor Jen, I need that other kind of prayer where the Holy Spirit just comes upon me and just renews my, my conviction that God is in charge of my life. So whatever you're facing today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the miracle working power and love and grace of God would just completely fill that room where you're watching from today. So Lord, I thank you that you have given us this word that we are complete in you and that you have a complete and beautiful plan for our lives. No matter what feels like it's missing, God, if you're not missing, we're complete. So Lord, I pray for miracles. I pray for job decisions. I pray that open doors would swing wide and it would be evident that it is your, your blessing, your plan. Lord, I pray against discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the weariness of the past would be gone and defeated in Jesus' name and that there would rise up within the one listening to this prayer right now a new hope, a new joy, a new love for life that says, Lord, I'm still here. I have a plan and a purpose for God to do my life with. And so, Lord, I thank you that you're going to be with the ones who are with you right now. They're going to be encouraged. They're going to be... Um, 
motivated to share a testimony. And as you share, let the hope and the life and the victory of Jesus come forth. Your miracle is on the way in Jesus' name. Your miracle is in motion right now in Jesus' name. The prayers that you have prayed for maybe a year, two years, I believe you're going to see the promises of God unfolded and revealed in Jesus' name. We are excited for what God wants to do. I love you. I bless you. I can't wait to see you in our online on Wednesday night. A lot of things are going to be um, multiplying at ICF Rome. We're not going to shrink back, but we're going to expand on campus and online, and we want you to stay apart and be apart and invite someone else. It could change their life forever. So I'm blessing you for 2022. Are you ready? Let's go do this.